Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. My name is Amanda Cunningham, and I am the founder and CEO and host of this podcast, also titled Bare Minimum Babe. Today's episode is, I guess you could say, a revelation I had about myself and what I was doing wrong in my marketing consulting discovery calls, whatever you want to call them. I was calling marketing consulting calls, but they're also called discovery calls or just kind of initial sales calls and why I wasn't quote unquote closing. That's a sales term. I wasn't closing these sales calls and why I wasn't able to move forward on helping some of the women in the earlier stages of starting these marketing consultation calls. I kept kind of giving all this stuff and then not being able to close it and being confused why I couldn't move them into a paid marketing consulting um, situation for a while. So the reason is that I was actually helping them too much and I was shooting myself in the foot subconsciously. And the point of this episode today is the fact that I didn't understand the difference between providing value versus proving value. And so that's what we're going to get into today is providing value versus proving value. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. The idea of providing value versus proving value was not my own idea. I heard this initially mind-blowing insight um, from another woman, and I just want to make sure I give credit where credit is due because that is something I believe in is honesty and transparency and, you know, building other people up. Anyways, I'll get off my high horse. Anyways, I heard this from a woman named Dallas Travers. Um, I think I originally heard her on a podcast. I don't remember which one, so I can't give the credit for the podcast. I listened to a lot of podcasts, um, but I loved what she was saying just generally. And I liked her as a person. So I checked out her website um, and then she had like a recorded webinar. I think I was watching and basically her whole thing is she helps coaches become better coaches and to scale their business and kind of just figure out what their pitfalls and kind of where to kind of improve things, that kind of thing. So, uh, I was watching a recorded webinar that she had and I love what she was saying. This was about the common pitfalls that coaches fall into. And I'm not necessarily, I guess, a coach, but I fall into the category because I'm doing consulting. Um, I guess it's just kind of a synonym with like minor tweaks, but the biggest pitfall that she often sees in coaches after like doing this for like two decades was coaches often proving their value instead of providing value. And I'll just let that sink in uh, because it's such a like almost minor sounding difference, but it's huge. When I heard this, I felt a total, oh my God moment. Yes, I am doing this. I am totally, totally doing this. Um, And for me, this meant that during the free marketing consultation calls I was offering, I was essentially word vomiting and over providing so much help because I was trying to show and prove to these women that I was able to help them and I was going to give them so much help and here's this and do this and oh yeah, this button over here and this email newsletter over here and it's really helpful if you like all of this stuff. But I wasn't actually going deep enough into like one thing to show them what it would be like to work with me and was instead focusing on how I could help them with a million things to prove I could help them in those millions of ways if they wanted that help. I was over providing and then leaving them so essentially like nourished and full of ideas and like essentially just like checklists of things to do and kind of like, oh my gosh, all this stuff that I felt depleted 
of like all the stuff I had given and I hadn't closed anything. And then they thought the work was done because they had all this stuff that they could work through now theoretically without me or any other help, but really it had just gotten started, but they thought that they would be set up for success now that I kind of pointed things out to them and kind of gave them ideas. And like I said, I was becoming resentful that I'd helped so much but they didn't want to continue to work with me at a price. So it was ending at the free consultation. And I realized it's because I gave them way too much for free. They thought I told them exactly what they needed to do. And they had all they needed to be on their merry way. And that just simply was not true. And with marketing and like with a lot of things, marketing and business strategy is like an ongoing thing. It's not just like, okay, I did this thing. You can check that off your box forever. That's not how it works. And there's always ways to like reiterate and test and do those types of stuff. So I basically in their mind, I'd given them all they needed and they didn't need me anymore. And also not to say like the call was also too long because I had, I, you can probably tell from the podcast episodes that I talk a lot, I get very excited. And so I just kind of like, go, go, go. So it was an hour of me like, brain dumping all this stuff, giving so much feedback because I was just so excited to help that it also kind of overwhelmed them. I think too. Um, I did not get that feedback, but that's what I'm thinking that I almost overwhelmed them and like all the things they have to do. So like I have to sort through all this stuff before I, if I even want to think about working with her. And the other key is that I realized I wasn't focused on leading them to work with me. I wasn't leading them to an actual CTA of doing anything with me, call to action, of doing anything with me. My actual call to action was instead to show them, here's all I know. I have all these skills and here's how I can help you with those skills, which in theory is really nice and helpful, but it wasn't actually going to be a good long-term situation for me because it wasn't going to lead anywhere other than just giving, 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 and that's not a good energy exchange. And that's not the point necessarily of the calls. The point of the calls is to kind of like get a little taste of what I can offer. And then like, let's move forward, you know? So how I was handling it is basically just showing all the stuff I could do in like all the things that I could be helpful with, or not just like, here's my resume. It was more just like, and this thing over here on your website, really helpful. Have you thought about this to talk to your audience? And just like lots of just like, surface level stuff too, to kind of almost show all the ways in which I could be helpful because I have eight plus years of marketing experience. And that involves like all aspects essentially of marketing of like strategy and actually like implementing like pixels and like tracking things and like paid AdWords, all of it. So I was basically trying to prove all of this stuff to them within a short period of time to basically say, here's all this stuff you can do. And that wasn't actually really, I mean, it was helpful for sure. I definitely got feedback that it was really helpful and they were excited about all the new ideas and I got great help. It was helpful, but that wasn't helpful for me. And it wasn't, like I said earlier for them, it wasn't helpful for them long-term because they thought they had a checklist of things they could do and then they were done. So instead it made more sense now looking at it and how I'm moving forward in my call, like how I've been moving forward, I guess, is instead of like, here's all the ways in which I could help you. Let's go into all this stuff. What I I'm moving now into and being more clear on is here's how my skills can really fix problems you're having. Let's talk about this one problem. This is what I'm seeing. Is this what you want to talk about? Like kind of going back like one thing and just kind of give them like a helping situation for that one thing. Like here's a taste 
And then if you want to continue working on this, we can do that and many other things, but just like a taste, not overwhelming them, not giving them what feels like a million checklists. Not that I was giving them, but I was pointing out so many things that I saw them like furiously scribbling notes away of all the things that they would have to do. And again, like saying like, they think that they're done and it it just wasn't, it, it wasn't as simple as a checklist. With the idea that I was proving value instead of providing value, that is a kind of a self-worth situation where I didn't think inherently they would see that I was worthy of helping them. And what I wasn't doing was I wasn't assuming a yes. And in other words, I was assuming that I, they were a no and I had to convince them that they wanted my help, but really they, they signed up for the calls. They signed up for my help with free will. Like I didn't hold a gun to their head and make them sign up for a marketing consultation for their business, a free marketing consultation call for their business. So it stands to reason they in some capacity did want help because they signed out. They took the time to have this call, but me trying to prove my value was making the subconscious assumption. Cause again, I wasn't doing this consciously. I didn't have this kind of like, Oh my God, I'm doing this insight until I heard Dallas Travers mention this in the webinar and pointed out that this is a major thing that a lot of people struggle with is they do this subconsciously thinking that if I just show them how much I can help, they'll want to hire me obviously, but it actually does the exact opposite. And so I needed to assume that they did want the help because of course they did. They signed up. They talked to me. They made the time to talk to me. And of course they want to work on their business. Of course they want to get things like quote unquote right and do things better. But by me trying to prove my value instead of providing the value, I was making, I was making the subconscious decision and assumption that I, that I was grateful they even filled out the form and I was grateful they even wanted to spend time with me and listen and let me like figure this out with them. But proving value versus uh, providing value is completely different. And this all just clicked for me when I heard Dallas Travers say that in the webinar. And I had to step back and I saw exactly what I was doing wrong and how my subconscious assumptions were leading me astray. Um, I was also able to quickly talk to myself at that point when I heard it in the video and say, Amanda, you have been doing marketing and business strategy and all the things that you're trying to help these women with for eight years, more than eight years. And you've been hired by companies to do this full time. Like you've like been an entire marketing company, like head department for a company, like a startup. And you've done all of this. You've had hundreds of freelance clients. You've led teams, whatever, like why are you feeling you need to show and prove you can do this and get paid for it? You're already getting paid for it. You can already do it. Like, why do you feel the need to prove this? And like, of course I could do this. Of course I can get paid for it because I have, and I know I have the skills. I'm clearly just providing a service in a marketplace that people want. I don't need to feel grateful that they want a service that can help them. I was just new to this medium of selling. And that's what I was unsure about. And that's what I realized is me doing my own thing as my own business with bare minimum babe is new. And I don't know how to structure that. And so I was unsure, uncertain of like the structure of how to do that, how I could help people, what they would even want help on, how to talk to them in one way. Like, cause some people don't know there's a problem until you talk through something with them and they're like, Oh yeah, I guess that wasn't clear. You can't just be like, I didn't get this. This is wrong. You have to kind of like 
talk to them and real, like get them to see like, Oh, I guess that might be a problem. You can't. So I didn't, I was working this out essentially, but me doing my own thing as my own business is different as being hired as an employee where they just pay me a salary or, you know, I'm a freelancer and I'm clearly just kind of executing the tasks that they know that they need or providing strategy as needed. Like that was different than me doing my own thing. I was new to pitching myself in this way. And I was uncomfortable with that. Because of that, I was then insecure about the value that I was providing because I didn't know how to structure this. I wasn't being told how to do it. I was figuring it out. So it was kind of awkward. And I didn't really know what my end goal was other than like I wanted to work with them and get paid for it because I knew I could help them. And I was nervous and unsure how to do it. If people would pay, if I could help them because I don't know how to help them in this capacity. Like it's not a clear, I'm the one who's figuring out how to help them, you know, and you know, how to structure it and just generally worried I wouldn't be good at this way of helping women in marketing in their business. But like I said, after hearing Dallas say proving value versus providing value, it all just kind of came as a flash of light that I was doing it wrong. And it's a learning experience, obviously. So I I learned this pretty quickly. Like I'm like really thankful that I saw her webinar when I did, because I was starting to get like really frustrated. And I, I came home one day and I was crying to my husband. You're like, I don't think I'm good at this. I just don't nothing. Anyways, I, it was a whole situation and I calmed myself down. He was able to help me calm down and like, Amanda, it's fine. You're learning whatever. But after hearing her say that I providing value versus proving value, again, I said to myself, you know, Amanda, you can, and you are being paid to do these things. Like assume the yes that they want and need your help and feel confident that you can help them because you know that you can, you have proof that you can, because you've done it for eight plus years for other companies, for other business owners. Like you don't need to over deliver to anyone to prove you're worthy and have value. Like they want your help. They either want that or they don't. If they, you know, that's all it is. You're providing a service and they either want that or not. It's not that you can't help them. You can. It's just a matter if they want that now or not. Another issue that I realized after this revelation was my language and my positioning of myself and what I was offering in that help. I was using very weak language, especially towards the end of the call, because I do, I tend to be very honest and like, I don't want to say blunt because I do like buffer things, but I tend to be like, you ask for help. Here's my help. I use like, you know, buffering language, but it's still very like, here it is. Here's what you can do. And because I'm unsure and that's an insecurity of mine is how to not sugarcoat, but like work in that, those confines of like not changing who I am as a person, but like realizing like, you can't just tell people that's not working, Amanda. You have to kind of like lead them to that conclusion and be like, you know, here's some solutions that I've thought of for it. And I know that work. So because of this part of the insecurity, I was using weak language, like I said, especially towards the end of the call where I would say things like, I hope that was helpful instead of like, I'd love to work with you and continue this conversation because I know I can help you. I wasn't being confident in my language of knowing I was helping. I didn't need to hope I was helpful. I know that I was helpful because I was, I know that I'm helpful just period because I know I, I was helping. And also I was being told that in the call, like as it was happening. And then also when I was doing the call feedback forms, like it was clear that they were excited on, you know, new ideas and kind of different shifts and perspectives. And I didn't need to second guess what I was doing. It was so, so the shift in my language to myself, instead of saying hoping it was helpful, I just needed to like 
know that it was helpful. And this is, again, I think all of this boils down to a confidence thing and not, and feeling like confidence one into what I offered and then how I was offering it, I think as well, you know, so I felt confident, I wouldn't feel confident that I could help. So I wasn't confident in my offer and I didn't feel confident in the way that I was offering it. So it was like a twofold not being confident thing. And that can be sensed, I'm sure. And again, like making them feel like they're done because I got all these ideas. And I more solidified this idea, actually, um, talking to an actual client of mine the other day. And I realized she was doing the exact same thing when she was talking about her situation. She was saying that she wasn't closing any calls. She was having like all these uh, free workshops and you know, doing like these Facebook, uh, Facebook groups. And she just wasn't making the revenue that she thought she would have giving so much away for free. And she's wonderful at what she's done. And she's been doing it for a while. And she's now just trying to figure out a different way. Same thing with me, a different way to offer it. And that is where it's not, it's not connecting. Right. And she was becoming frustrated. Like I was of I'm providing so much value and I've, I've helped them so much. They say that, like, I, I can tell that they're, you know, I can tell it's helping. They were so happy and they were so excited and they keep wanting the free stuff. They keep wanting to, you know, but they're not, it, it's not turning into any sales. Like why aren't, I don't understand why they're not hiring me. And she was having this problem again, again, and two. And I said to her, I think you're proving value instead of providing value. And she did the exact same thing that I did when the first time I heard this, which is literally just kind of stop. And she stared at me through the screen on Zoom and like kind of open mouth, like, and slowly just shook her head. Yes. And was like, oh my God, you know, I never thought of that. Yes. I'm doing that. Oh my God. She had a complete lightning bolt moment as well. And so after that moment, we instantly kind of started working backwards on how to prevent this from happening in ways to direct the conversation and kind of set up her, you know, her webinars, workshops, whatever you want to call it. And kind of the groups to better direct the flow of what she actually wanted them to do. Like she wanted to help. Obviously we want to help, right? But we're not volunteering. We're not creating a business to volunteer. That's not what a business is. Otherwise you would just volunteer to, you know, like a, I don't know, a dog shelter. Like that's not why you create a business theoretically, right? You want to make some cash flow. So you have to convert them into sales and she just wasn't doing it the way that she wanted to, the amount and the numbers that she wanted to. And she wanted to feel great instead of like she had given so much and, because then not revenue for the show for it that that would equal. And so, like I said, we started talking about how this also bled into the Facebook community she was building and her email campaigns and like all the messaging on just generally and how to work to fix this, like how much to give away for free versus which content to put behind a paywall. And after we had that conversation about the proving value instead of providing value, it just, it just completely cleared all the doubt and frustration that she was having with it. Cause she realized there was nothing wrong with her, with the offer, with anything with her. Basically, she knew that she was worthy. She realized subconsciously, she wasn't sure if she was worthy, if that makes sense. So she was able to be like, Oh, that's all this is. I'm over delivering. I'm overdoing these things. I feel like I have to do all this stuff for them to want to work with me. And she then started reflecting about the Facebook group that she had in like, how she gave honestly not that much to them, but because she couldn't because of um, just like time constraints and things like that. It wasn't on purpose. She just time constraint couldn't, but they were always so like grateful for what she gave. And then she would be kind of like 
almost guilty that she wasn't giving more. She was confused because she was like, they think I'm giving so much and they're so thankful for it, but I'm not giving so much. It was like weird for me. And it was just more reinforcement of like, exactly, because you're not overproving. You're just providing the value that you can when you can. And they appreciate it so much. You're not, you don't have to prove anything. They clearly want your help. So like I said, multiple times in this episode, I'm, I'm not going to claim this mind-blowing insight. Hope, I don't know if it's mind-blowing for you. It was mind-blowing for me and it was mind-blowing for, her, for you know, like a client I was just talking about of providing, providing value versus proving value is they're completely different. And I don't want to claim that I made up that insight by myself. Uh, like I said, Dallas Travers made it up. So I'm going to like shout her out and all the socials that I promote this episode. And I'm honestly going to reach out to her because I was like, oh, I'm making like basically an episode of hyping her up. I should probably reach out to her. Um, so maybe she'll be a guest on my podcast. So stay tuned. But because I mentioned on, if you want to look back, episode three, you're not original and that's okay. It's hip to be square. It's okay to not be original in or need to be the originator of all ideas is what I'm saying. Um, because we all have influences and we all hear things and we combine things into something that mean something that works for us. And it's okay to repeat these things that you hear that like you love, or, you know, you want to pass on and learn as, as long as you give credit to the sources where credit is due. So thank you to Dallas Travers for this absolutely amazing insight that I am passing along to you and hope that you have some kind of like beautiful aha moment for yourself as well. I also talked about a similar thing in episode eight, being a contributor versus the guru. It's okay not to be the person. Um, as the title says, that's essentially what it is, is I could have passed that off as my own insight. And even in the call with, you know, my client, I was like, I could easily pass this off as my own, but I'm not, I, I don't do that. And that just feels like icky to me and my insides. It almost feels like I'm, li- I'm, I'm lying, right? I'm not, I don't have to say in order to pass off as my own, I don't have to say I made this up. If I don't say anything, I'm passing it off as my own. So you almost have to, I feel like if I didn't say this insight was not my own, it was Dallas Travers, it would have felt icky for me. Cause I'm like, maybe she could look at her stuff too and see some other things that were helpful for her. Why should I, I don't want to hold potential business back from Dallas Travers. Like that's again, the competition situation. And that's kind of what I was saying in the contributor versus the guru episode is I heard it from her, her insight, like my insight that changed my perspective was thanks to her. And I don't want to take that away from her and not share credit where, and the opportunity, like I said, for her, like the client to learn more about her and see if there's anything else that could be helpful. I, I don't need to be the person, the person with all the know-how and the insights. I can be part of the collective of doing awesome work and we can lift each other up instead of trying to be siloed in our lanes. And it's, I'm getting on a little bit of a high horse here, but it's better and more successful to collaborate on things. And I just feel like that's so important. And one of the reasons why I, I, I created Bare Minimum Babe is because I just want to promote women and their business and help each other do things essentially because in like, she's technically a competition in some ways, like she's not doing marketing stuff and trying to help business strategies, but she's doing similar ish things. Like it's kind of, you know, tangential to what I'm doing. Right. And I could have held that information back, but instead I'm basically making this episode an entire hype about her and this insight that I had, because that's not helping her. And I don't think it's helping me because you know, what if she, for example, heard something on my podcast or a blog or literally whatever. And then she didn't say where she got it from, from me. And then she's holding back from me. That's not helpful. But what is more helpful is if we combine forces in some way, or, you know, kind of promote each other and say like, yeah, I got it from her. She's amazing. 
You know, like how much more transparency and like, would you trust that person? Because they do tell you that it wasn't their idea. They do tell you that there's more helpful things out there that don't originate from them. They're genuinely trying to help you. They're not trying to just help you as long as it benefits them. And so that was a little bit of a high horse situation, not a high horse, but like, that was like my own little side note that didn't really have to do with this, you know, the actual providing value versus proving value point of this episode. But I just thought that was so important as I was like kind of making notes for this episode that I was like, I really could pass this off on my own, but that just feels so icky. And it just, I I don't know, I want to hype her up and I want to hype other women up. And that's, that's just completely opposite of what I'm trying to do with bare minimum babe. So I think it'd be helpful. Like it was for me to take a look at your life, your business, your relationship, all of it. Is there anything that you feel like you're giving more than you're getting back? Do you feel like in any of these situations, you're proving your value instead of providing it? And if you are proving your value instead of providing it, what are some things that you can maybe do to kind of reel back and recognize that you have value, what you're offering, what you're saying, it is valuable, it is helpful, it is what you're trying to do, and you don't need to prove anything. So just taking the steps to realize that you do have value, you don't have to prove that. So how can you kind of fix these things and have more value in yourself? You know, based on what Dallas Travers says, she's like, this is so many pit, like this is so many other people who have these offers who just over deliver because they're trying to prove their worth instead of providing the value. And it's shifting. It's also shifting the mindset of proving yourself like a you center thing, like a me thing versus how can I help them? Like kind of getting out of your own headspace and how can I help them right now? It's just a different way to think of it. Thank you so much for having me in your ears for another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. And I really hope that this little epiphany that I had in this, literally just this quick quote of proving value versus providing value was helpful for you in some way because this just clicked everything for me and took away all the frustration and realized, oh, it's not me. It's not what I'm offering. It's the way I am presenting it. It's the way I'm feeling about it. I could fix that. This is a very quick fix if I just take the time to look at the ways in which I was proving versus providing. So hopefully that was helpful. And if you liked this episode, please pass it to a friend if you think it could resonate with and lead a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening. I would very much appreciate it. And I am still giving away those 45-minute free marketing consultation calls. And I will not be proving my value. I will be providing value as this episode talked about. So if you are interested in that, the um, the form is in the Uh, episode show notes. I'm never sure to say episode notes or description. It is in the episode show notes um, at the bottom of this episode. So fill that out and we can schedule a time and I would love to chat with you and help you improve your business and improve your business strategy and your marketing goals and things like that. I would love to help and I know that I can help and I want to provide value to you and not prove value. I have value just as you have value. We just need to provide that value for other people. It's just a marketplace, right? So um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will be in your ears for another episode next week. I hope you have a lovely day. Bye.